At Laylee, located here in Pella, would you believe that our elves are busy building robots that milk and feed cows? We enjoy giving the gift of robotic equipment to hardworking dairy producers year-round. Our robots allow more time for dairy producers to spend together. It's really the gift that keeps on giving. And by the way, isn't that what the holidays are all about? Laylee's holiday challenge for you, slow down, appreciate life's gifts, and focus on the real reason for the season. Happy holidays from our family at Laylee, farming innovators. Welcome to today's People's Bank Let's Talk Knoxville. I'm Clayton Sampson. On today's program, we are joined by Knoxville Community School District Superintendent Cassie Pearson and Business Manager Craig Mobley to recap Monday night's school board meeting. Well, Cassie and Craig, uh, another busy school board meeting there on Monday night uh, for the Knoxville School Board. Cassie, you want to kind of start off our conversation talking a little bit about the uh, changes that were approved for the school calendar modifications. Yes, as everybody knows, January was a snowy month, and so we ended up losing 46 hours of instruction for students. We are planning to make up um, 24 of those. That will get started on Monday, April 29th. We will not have our regular two-hour delay, but we'll go to school full days on Mondays um, for the last four Mondays starting on April 29th. And then instead of getting out on um, Wednesday, May 22nd, our kids will actually stay in school until Friday, May 24th. They will still have a two-hour uh, early dismissal that day, but we are going to uh, spend a little extra time in the classroom with kids, and we think that'll be good for education and hopefully have no more snow days between now and then. Can you talk about, too, you spoke briefly on your reasoning for why they're making up, because it was said that was only required three and a half hours to be made up, but they're going to make up uh, quite a bit more than that. Can you talk about the reasoning behind that? Yes. Traditionally, our calendar has had um, significantly more hours of school for our kids than what the state minimum is, and we just think that's good for education. And when we lost 46 hours, um, even though we would only technically have to make up three and a half hours, we don't want our kids to be shortchanged that many instructional hours, um, along with our hourly staff. They don't get paid if they aren't working. And we think it's uh, in the best use of time to bring students back for a couple more hours, a couple more days, along with our support staff. And it also provides another buffer. If we have some more snow days, we won't have to create some additional time uh, at the end of the calendar on a short notice for families. Also, uh, there were some presenters regarding the Washington DC trip. Do you wanna speak on that? Yeah, our eighth graders were here to, to showcase the latest Washington DC trip that they took this fall. And it's always so much fun to listen to the highlights from the kids. We had eighth graders, Molly, Ellie, and Leah, who joined Sarah Finnegan, who coordinates that trip, who just really showcased with some photos and some stories, uh, all the things that they learned while they were there had a great time and really encouraged the board to continue supporting that trip into the future. And I believe uh, Mrs. Finnegan has already started on, on planning that here in the fall of 2024. Uh, the other presentation we had was from Marty Atkins with uh, KACT. And KACT has been a great partnership. We are in our ninth year. They come in and provide opportunities for our elementary and middle school students to do some stage acting and then um, also incorporate them into their more uh, older adult and high school students, uh, musicals and plays that they run each fall and each spring. So it was fun to hear his kind of recap for the year and encouragement again to continue doing another three-year agreement with KACT into the future. Craig, also on the agenda too was in regards to uh, a 28E agreement, some uh, contracts in that. Can you speak just briefly about what was discussed there? 
Yeah, annually we take a look at all of our 2080 agreements, MOUs, contracts, and see if there are any that um, that should not be renewed going into the next uh, year. And you know, due to our budget reductions, um, we'll be ending our, our contract with the Donovan Group. That was part of the budget reduction process. But then also uh, two of our operational sharing agreements with Pleasantville Community Schools um, because we are reducing our special education director position we will be ending that operational sharing agreement and then also due to the resignation of our facilities director we will be ending that operational sharing uh, agreement um, for next school year and can you talk about the updates that you had given during the finance work session too in the meeting yeah i wanted to give the board a, a little bit of an idea of how the new certified budget process was going to work um, with the with the updated uh, public hearing that we'll have and the, and the mailing that the Marion County Auditor will be sending out, uh, wanted to let them know, you know, what to expect. And then also wanted to let them know that, you know, due to the fact that the state legislature has not passed a uh, SSA rate for schools, that it might look a little bit different as far as the proposed property tax rate for the first public hearing so if they don't set SSA um, and, and we have to put in 0% SSA into our certified budget, uh, it looks like you know a property tax rate would increase to like 17.55 per thousand of assessed value. However, if they are able to, to pass SSA, I think there's, there's three different proposals out there. The, the Senate has a proposal, the House has a proposal, and the governor has a proposal. So, um, really just waiting to see what they do, to see where that ends up. Um, you know, our, our hopes are, are to minimize the, the increases in property tax rates as much as we can, um, but, but really waiting on the legislature to uh, take action. Last thing I was going to ask you about, too, is it wasn't on the agenda, but where are we at in the stages of the demolition going on right now of the, the former Knoxville Middle School building and kind of how close are we to that project wrapping up? Yeah, well, you know, you, you can you can definitely drive by the, the work site and, and see that, that the majority of the actual building is down. Um, they're getting that sorted out into their different piles uh, for recycling and, uh, and everything. And then uh, they'll start working on the the concrete floor and all the footings and everything like that. And then after, after all that's out, they'll, they'll start moving that, the big pile of dirt uh, that's been sitting there for a while and, and get everything uh, straightened up and smoothed out. Um, hoping to have that done here in the next, I would say month or so uh, to get finalized. Well, we have a actual meeting tomorrow on that. So we'll get an update and, and let you know. Yep, demolition is uh, set to be completed by April 1st, and then we are working with the city, of course, and hoping in April we'll have uh, some public hearings on transferring that ground to the city for their new public safety and city hall building. I know they've been working on designs, and I think we'll be having some information coming out soon as well. So an exciting time to be in Knoxville, a lot of progress going on, and I think great new amenities that our community is going to be very thankful for. and will just add to Knoxville being a great place to live. Cassie, trade any final thoughts before we close? Obviously a big exciting opening of the spring musical will be this weekend and then some spring sports at Knoxville will be starting here soon. But yeah, any final thoughts before we wrap up our conversation? Yes, spring is getting close. The weather the last couple of days has been beautiful. I think everybody's uh, 
ready. We have our musical spring sports, but also spring break coming. So we'll have parent teacher conferences on March 6th and 7th. And then the kids and the teachers all have the eighth off and the very next week is spring break. So it's gonna be as soon as spring break finishes up, it'll be wild and crazy all the way to the end of the school year. Thanks to Superintendent Cassie Pearson and Business Manager Craig Mobley for joining us on today's People's Bank. Let's talk Knoxville. People's Bank in Knoxville, Pleasantville, Carlisle, Indianola, and more. Service you its pet from people you trust, member FDIC. If you miss any of our Let's Talk programs, find them under the podcast section at KNIAKRLS.com and subscribe through Apple, Google, or Spotify to never miss an episode. That concludes today's Let's Talk Knoxville.